this feels a little different. This is awesome. Um, firstly, I just want to thank um, Pastors Nate and Beck for inviting me to uh, share with you guys this morning. Um, most of you know me here. Um, you know I love worship, um, as evidenced most weeks. Um, I love food. Um, I'm a newly hatched counsellor and bachelor qualified now. Very exciting. Um, and you know I love God. But there's probably quite a bit you don't know about me, and I'd like to share some of that with you this morning. Uh, this is a challenge for me, as I have a tendency to not let people get close. Um, but that's a different conversation, and I'm happy to have that with anyone who wants to talk. Um, but for the time being, I'm opening the door a little bit. So, yeah. Um, when I was 14 years old, I was water baptised, and one of the leaders of the church prophesied over me that I would be a woman of faith. There are watershed moments in our lives, and I instinctively knew that this was one of them. It was never just lip service for me. It felt real. It formed the foundation of my identity. The funny thing is, I can see it looking back on my life, primarily through the rubbish times, where my faith has carried me through. And trust me, I have had my fair share of tough times and bad experiences. Um, I'm a business owner which brings a wide variety of challenges. I've run a corporate catering business for the last 15 years, most of those with my husband, Chris. I've been self-employed for 21 years. Has that required stepping out in faith? You bet it has. There have been times when my husband and I didn't know how we were gonna make ends meet. We've lost almost everything twice over through business decisions that we wholeheartedly believed God was giving the green light to. We walked through doors that we believed had been opened for us, only to find despair on the other side. Chris went through periods of depression, and to be honest, I think I probably did too. We had an agreement though, only one of us could be down at any given time. <laughs> one of us needed to be able to pull the other one up out of the ditch, and we, we stuck to that. One of the most difficult times in our marriage, which is coming up on 22 years in March, <laughs> was when we opened a second retail outlet or cafe at Rain Square in January 2019. The store was open for the sum total of 11 months. The fit out for the cafe cost in excess of a quarter of a million dollars and we were flying solo. There were no financial backers for us footing the bill. Well, the store failed miserably. We closed the doors over the Christmas holidays in 2019 and we moved whatever we could out when the rest of the centre was quiet. It was an extremely painful experience. We had failed. Worse than that, we had failed when I thought God had given us the thumbs up to go ahead. Had I heard him incorrectly? Had I heard him at all? Or was I just being stubborn and trying to achieve things on my own? I still don't have the answers to those questions four years later. And the wound is still a little raw. And in fact, in our house, we don't like talking about rain square. It's almost like a swear word. <laughs> because it almost broke us. It broke our spirit and our desire to live. Take that back. It almost broke our spirit. I know that might sound a little melodramatic, but it's not. Some experiences in life push us to the edge of what we can handle. I think those are the moments when we find out who we really are, what we're really made of, and they also show who we can trust. 
As a result of our losses at Rain Square, we sold our house, the one we had just spent 10 years renovating. We sold our car. We packed up and moved to a rental place that I thought was exorbitantly expensive at the time. And yet, through those experiences, I see God's hand everywhere. We sold our house in a matter of weeks for significantly more than we were even hoping to get for it. The rental property just fell into place when really it should have been a struggle to find something with two dogs in tow in that market. The building owners or managers of Rain Square didn't chase us for the multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars we technically owed them for breaking our lease. That alone is God. If they had done that, we would most likely have had to declare bankruptcy. The fact is, God protected us and provided for us in such an incredible way. And I think that's what my faith journey has been all about. Seeing God come through for me in situations that my human mind cannot see a way out of. A few years ago, Pastor Nate challenged me about the concept of faith and my seemingly flippant use of the word at the time, <laughs> which was fair. He asked me whether I had faith for what I wanted God to do or whether I had faith for what he wanted and whether that was good for me. I'm going to repeat that. Do I have faith for what I want or do I have faith to believe that what God wants is right for me? Ouch. <laughs> My counsellor asked it a slightly different way a couple of years ago. We were talking about children and the journey I've been on and still am on becoming reconciled to the fact that I'll never be a biological mother. Noreen asked me whether God is enough. Above and beyond my desire to be a mother, is God enough for me? My immediate reaction was, well, yes, of course he is. And then it permeated my thoughts and my heart. Is God enough for me? Come what may, is he enough? Well, 2020 brought with it some of the most difficult moments in my life. I truly wondered what the purpose of all the pain was. Was God enough for me in those moments, through the pain and the struggle and the tears and the exhaustion? It seems as though God had stripped away so much over the last few years, and yet the blessings have been abundant. It took me a long time to realise and then acknowledge that God's plan revolves around his timing. Through all the pain, I couldn't see ahead. I was only able to see my situation from ground level, but he knew what was around the corner, and it was only by trusting him that his plan came to fruition. I received a prophecy in June 2018 that God would use me to bring healing to others, to be a healer of identities. Two and a half years later, oh, that's another watershed moment, by the way. <laughs> Two and a half years later, when COVID decimated my catering business, and I was wondering what on earth I was going to do, I started studying counselling, and I found my God-given purpose. You know, every time I read that prophecy, I am astounded by God's faithfulness. I'm amazed that he would use me in such a way, and I am so grateful that I stepped out in faith, not really knowing where I was going. When I was stuck in the mud, I couldn't see that God was just lining me up to experience something completely new. Without the losses at Rain Square, quickly followed by COVID, I would never have been able to step away from the catering business to follow my dream of helping people through counselling. I've learned through many life experiences that God doesn't move away from us. It's us who move away from God. In those moments when things just seem to be going to hell, and also in the times of rejoicing, 
Where are we in relation to God? I believe faith is trusting in him enough to surrender absolutely everything to his will. Yes, I know that's an enormous challenge and I don't make light of it, but I use it as my daily challenge to myself. Do I trust him today to leave the details to him, knowing he will protect, provide, nurture, comfort and love me? One of the other things I've learned is that faith is about our response to what happens, not about whose fault it is when things don't go according to our plan. Will we have the courage and tenacity to stick with whatever is thrown our way? Do we trust him enough to not need to see the bigger picture? You know, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6 say, and this is my constant challenge to myself, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Do I trust him that much with all my heart or do I try to depend on my own understanding? Do I have the humility to look back at some of the decisions I've made and acknowledge that I was wrong? Taking that one step further, can I admit that what I thought I heard God saying was perhaps not what he was saying at all? And I was just being a fallible human with all my own desires and intentions. From a very early age, about seven in fact, I have known God's hand is on my life. I have felt his presence and I have worshipped him wholeheartedly. There have been times when I have walked away from him. I've rebelled. I've tried to pretend that my choices didn't matter and I could do things my own way without fear of the consequences. But I've repented of those things. And God loves me enough to see past all of that, to wipe the slate clean, to wash me clean. (laughs) Wow. That's my journey of redemption. And so I will praise him. With everything that is in me, I will praise him. God is my anchor. He's my north. Everything points back to him. And I see his hand on my life so clearly. From the earliest memory of knowing him, right through until today, He has been faithful and he will continue to be. I'd like to leave you with the same challenge that I give myself. Will you trust him through the ups and downs? Are you able to acknowledge that our own human understanding can't see the whole picture or what's ahead on the path? Well, we can't, but God can. And he will show you which path to take if you seek his will. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. Follow us on Instagram at The Lift Church or on Facebook at Live Church Perth. That will give you all the up-to-date information about what's happening in the life of our church. Thanks again for listening. God bless.